This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Eve Cavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. A bonus episode. I love these ones. They're kind of really fast and furious, but you know, and quite no. often furious. <laughs> If you hit on the right chord with Garode, often furious. <laughs> Listener. Yes. It is so delightful to have you here. Yeah. You are our important special. listeners. You are our special ones. Our special friends. Because you are our subscribers to Headstuff Plus. So we are making this bonus episode especially for you, aren't we, Neve? Yes. Because Nobody of how else. special these people are. Nobody else can have them. But you Nobody need to else. tell other people how fabulous they are now. And this is what you're getting. Mm. And it's been worth the wait. So what we're doing in these bonus episodes is we are looking back at a problem from eras gone by. Yes. Because we're not professional problem solvers. And we decided that what we would do is we would look to the people who are considered the professional problem solvers. So we basically nicked some an old problem mm, and phrase that back. okay so <laughs> we borrowed an old problem we referred to an old problem Respect, there, you, there, go, go, there you go we've referred to an That's older a problem lot less litigious <laughs> I think it feels a little bit more uh, an homage anyway oh my, exactly there we go we refer to an old problem and basically what we do is we read out the old problem now we do have to always bear in mind that they're based in the era that they're written in and some of them are quite old and then we read the answer and compare to how Our we take. answer you know, so, the, yes. you know, and again, you have to bear in mind that we are answering from a time that is much later than this. Exactly. We'll read this problem. We will discuss blindly. Yes. Before we read the actual our answer. Our take. Yeah. On what this problem is. And then we will find out what the original agony aunt had to say. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, Neve. We've so done far. a few of these. And I think we've come on out, we've come out on top every single time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely would have wanted us in our lives. Exactly. We still do. Neve. Still do. So this week we're dealing with a topic that is very close to my heart because there is nothing. I mean, it has to be the dream to have an identical twin. To have one? An identical twin. That was my dream. Like those, remember the twins in Mallory to, Towers? Like, I mean. To the do the fun. stuff that you, basically to do the stuff that you don't want to do. Exactly. So who's the poor twin that's going to have to do all the stuff? It would be you, you know, Garod. I know, but I mean, it depends <laughs> on how assertive you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you now would have definitely won. But I, now in your teens, would you have won it? I don't say? know. You see, I when I was a kid, I, I convinced my sister to pretend that we were twins. Because I just thought it was, you know, a bit more, you know, a bit more, more interesting. More yeah. interesting. It, I just think it's a better backstory. what back age story. difference was there between you? Two years. You older? I'm older. Okay, that works. Yeah, and, and we like I think we pulled it off for a little while, and then somebody said, "Oh, you were twins," and she was like, "No, we're not twins." And she got bored. Like, Why would you do that? And then we were on a winner. We were on a winner. We were like the twins, the cool so, twins. So, whose birthday did you celebrate? Well, we we never really got as far as birthdays. It was just one year in the summer project to like, okay. stand out from the crowd. That's like <laughs> didn't work. That's like the time I pretended to be Spanish in the summer project because I came home from the Canaries with a tan, <laughs> but I had no Spanish other than <laughs> hola. <laughs> One of my friends, <laughs> he got a job as a teacher. Uh-huh. I can say this because it's on the bonus feed. Okay, yeah. He got a job as a teacher. Right. And he had put on his CV that he spoke Spanish. Oh, no. That's a mistake. Now, years later, like as in years later. He'd forgotten it was on it, I'd say. He was suddenly timetabled to teach Junior South Spanish. <laughs> he was like, 
I don't have Spanish. Like, I, I probably did a course around the time. And they were like, well, you're teaching juniors how to Spanish. You've got to oh learn it. Oh, my God. So, so what did he do? He just had to learn Spanish and teach it. Like, so he was, like, literally staying one step ahead of the class. I don't know how he did it. Like, how he brazened it out. Oh, no, I but think, you see, no, I do, I do understand he how did, he did it. He did it for two years. Like, so he did first year and he did second year. But then with junior study, he was like, I cannot teach an exam class Spanish. I don't have any Spanish. And then... Even after two years of happened at the end of... <laughs> what happened at the end of... I was the first year of the second year he was telling us. How did he correct the exam? And what he did was he... Uh, <laughs> they, all That's of a sudden, amazing. this kid showed up in his class. Who was Spanish? Who was Spanish? Did you? And he was like, it. no, you can't be in here. because No, you, no, no, no. You're, you, we don't need you because you know Spanish. So out you go. But that was very bad planning on his behalf. On, he would have uh, had him. I'd have had him teaching a class. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just can't imagine like the oh stress. God. That's a lot of stress. Because like he would get asked a question. And he'd go, I'll come back to you with the answers to that. That. At the end of the class. Oh, no, they all And then you Google what they, they were doing. They didn't right care. <laughs> they didn't care. How do you pronounce this? God, imagine. Oh, my God. That's like the time I, I learned Irish for, I had to go back and learn Irish for Junior Eurovision. Oh, yeah. And I had five shows to do, which I could only speak Irish in. And I hadn't spoken God. Irish since I was in school. Neve, I hope the money was yeah. exceptional. It was. <laughs> but I spent a whole summer trying to learn it. And, and I actually pulled it off, right, reasonably well. But the thing is, because I prepared really, really, I did a lot of work. But then I started getting calls for people to, to do Irish things and I couldn't, I could only say the same phrase. Like, uh, you sound great. Yeah, you know, I I could talk about your Tasbond. You sound like nails on a blackboard. <laughs> I didn't say that. You have to be very positive to the children. Oh God, did that kill me? I know, Wood. You, you're not made for it. The world is not a positive place. It I is think I think we're gearing. I think we're gearing kids up the wrong way. I mean, they don't all win, to be fair. Uh, is it one of those situations everyone gets a medal? No. Good. No, only one wins. Oh, there's only one winner. And it's like brutal. God. Like God, everything God. is like that, you know, you could win. So we'll get you in I for a sing off. I saw one of them. Yeah. it's She's it's, a bit all kinds of everything. Oh, well. Do you know what I mean? Fishing Actually, boats. So, Sophie Lennon did it this, you know, this year first or last year, last year in Eurovision. She was fab. Oh. She was amazing. What a great girl. And she came third, which is amazing. That's really good. She was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I can't tell you how great she was. Why do we do so well in junior Eurovision and not in the real Eurovision? Well, because pe people are not as jaded when they get to their point. <laughs> <laughs> and the selection process is really good. Okay. Okay. Do we just leave that there? Because, uh, you know, I can't be, you know, I'm a national treasure. That's yeah, you know, you can't be talking about junior no. Eurovision. Okay, no, come on, move on. Not. I hate kids. All right, so let's go back to the identical twins situation. The identical twins. This uh, this problem is called my identical twin pretended to be me. Yeah. So, dear it's, Cathy and Claire. We have very high hopes. My sister and I are identical twins and we've always got on really well until recently. The trouble started because I had a boyfriend and Julie didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she kept asking me why he'd chosen me and, and not her oh my because God. we were both so alike. That must be heartbreaking. Yeah, but uh, you only look alike. You're not always the same person, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Yeah. So Julie's obviously a right cow. The je ne sais quoi. Yes. She, the, the, it, that's exactly what they're there for. The je ne sais quoi. Okay. I couldn't think of an answer. So I just shrugged and said I was lucky. <laughs> well... <laughs> Relations must have been at an all-time high there. 
Then one night, Jeff said something I didn't understand. Jeff? And when I looked puzzled, he said, you agreed last night. Oh. But I haven't seen you for two days, I told him. <gasps> <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> it was his turn to look puzzled. And he said, but we went out for a coffee last night and I called you. And then, like, and then you agreed. I wonder if by agreed, did she say yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'll do anything you want. <laughs> I've been out to her friends the night before and I realised what must have happened. Julie had pretended to be me and had gone out with him. You see? I am very on board with Julie. I'm very on board with this. Oh my God. As soon as I got home, I tackled her about it and she admitted that she had been out with him <gasps> several times. This is amazing. She was very apologetic and promised that it would never happen again. But Jeff has decided that he likes us both. (laughs) Jeff, you're some boy for some boy. First mention of a thruple (laughs) in Jackie history. (laughs) Jeff has decided that he likes us both and wants to continue to take the two of us out. I just don't see why I should share him. Oh he my is gosh. my boyfriend, but Julie thinks it's a good idea. I bet, I she, bet does. she does. <laughs> this is Julie. This, I like. I like how Julie rolls. This is, you know, this is the problems you have. It's fraught when you only have a landline. I know Julie runs at a certain speed, and it's a speed that I like. She's watching. And what about Jeff? Like you got to say, Jeff. Like, I love. I love the idea that. <laughs> Jeff has been completely hoodwinked. The whole situation has been found out and Jeff's kind of like, hey girls, let's keep this going. Well, there isn't a boy alive who's not going to want that. Bet he does. Oh my God, that is so amazing. I bet he did know. Of course he knew. (laughs) Of course he knew. That's hilarious. Oh, I think this is absolutely hilarious. I love it. I absolutely love it. And Julie's on board. Julie's, oh, she's mad for it like, I wonder what age these are. What was the age of people that would read Jackie? Well, it depended, right? You know, because in the 70s, when it was really at its height, it would have been all the teenagers. So I don't know whether that went up to later in life, but definitely. You were probably looking, you know, probably 12, 13, up to about 17, 18 maximum, I'd say. School, you know, secondary school kind of thing. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Do you not think like I would? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. It feels so, from the from the ones I've read, they definitely have that. that that's but I feel like them. would that not have been a bit more taboo back then? What to date you know, twins? Like, yeah, I mean, like back when I was a kid, like you know the the criteria for for being a bit of a slut, like it was very low. Oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because people weren't doing anything apparently. Back in the oh, day. Oh, absolutely nothing. No, nothing no. was happening. Nobody did anything. Only the kissing. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little, yeah. And there was no stages of talking to, none of that. You were, like, if you kissed someone, you weren't practically married to them. Exactly. You know, that was a thing. So this is quite forward thinking. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, all we For can the assume situation. is that, that. Yeah, the trouble thing, it's a bit. But is it is it not one of those things where, you know, uh, people dream of having twins as, a, you know, as a thing? As like a sexual fantasy. Yes, a sexual fantasy. Obviously, they can't talk about sexual things in the 70s in, in a teenage magazine. But you know what I'm talking about? Is there not that whole concept? I mean, I don't I don't think I've ever really thought very deeply myself about it. But I'm just wondering, was it a thing? It, I guess it uh, it's must definitely have been. come up in, in a few things like, you know, the ultimate 
thing. And also a lot of men in those early 70s, you know, they always rock up with two women, you know, if they were if they were like yeah. the cat or the thing, they always had two women and they their arm around two women like I'm so successful. I'm so lovely that this is what I'm. But they were never they were always rogues. They were never the hero. Yeah, they were never the one you wanted yeah. to be with. Whenever you saw somebody like that in a movie or something, mm. it was always now he'd be lucky to get one of them. Mm -hmm. What I like about this is as well, right, mm. is I think if you have an identical twin and they have never pretended to be you, then you I think you don't them. actually have an identical you, twin. You've no business. No. You've no business having an identical twin because you are wasting that situation. It's a like being Superman and never flying. Nice. Do you know what I mean? Because if you have that super superpower, because being an identical twin is a superpower, right? Of course it is. Yeah. Like I loved the twins from Neighbours, the identical twins. I was obsessed with them. You as a have child. actually said that quite a I lot. Know, but I just, I mean, I'm still obsessed with them. Still, have you met still, them? Still, I've met one of them. Yeah, <gasps> just the one. Mm, they're absolutely and they're gorgeous. Maybe I met the two. They're like maybe I met the two. Did they go out of the room but at any like, time? <laughs> um, once she did leave the room once. <gasps> Maybe I met both. <sighs> but I did, I like, I I was always kind of obsessed with them when I was a kid. And yeah. they had great songs. Okay. Great songs. Their pop career was, I, I have to say, it was, they were very underestimated as artists. Okay, I, I understand that. Their cover version of Prince's I Want to Be Your Lover was the definitive version. Okay, well, I I had I would have to take your word for it because I actually have no idea who I'll you're talking about. I'll send you links. You know me, I didn't watch a lot of Neighbours. Which is, they were brilliant. I don't know how we were friends, but anyway. But they were, they were absolutely brilliant. And, they there was a whole storyline in Neighbours about how they were in the witness protection program, <laughs> and they both played Linda Giles, who was she worked with Paul Robinson in Lassiter's. Oh, he was a bit of a game in the boy. hotel. He was a game boy, and then he realised that both Caroline and Christina were were the one person <gasps> like, they, like Linda Giles was both Caroline and Christina oh my goodness it was an incredible introduction for wow. them to the series yeah and was he cross no he was game he was mad for game on he married he married one of Christina, them Christina right and, and he then, shagged the other he, one then he cheated on Christina with <gasps> Caroline and then they both left the series the twins left the series for the sake of their relationship well, the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a life imitating art. No, no. And to be fair, you know, the thing is, Paul Robinson, he had more things to do. Let's see what Cathy and Claire have to say. Well, no, we haven't really said what our take is. Well, Julie is a legend. Right, okay. Is my take. Okay. Like, Julie's an absolute legend. So if you were... Jeff... Not He's <laughs> also a bit of a bit, bit of a legend. You have to say, Jeff is like teenage goals, isn't he? Like, <laughs> and I, I, th I think that like the letter writer just needs to get on board of it. Yeah, well, you know, but she she had him first. You she would feel a bit hard first. done by, but you I think would. personally, I'd take the higher amount of going. And I say you go on ahead, Jeff and Julie, and do whatever you want to do. You could have had this, but no. Yeah, look, I mean, Jeff and Julie never going to work. No, never. Because they're, you know, they're too, it's like, you know, that thing of like, the, if a magnet, you know, when the magnets are the same, they repel each other eventually. <sighs> so that's what's going to happen. Okay. They are, they're both, you know, Self they're both slappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to, they're going so they to they get married and say they'll never slap again. Yeah, but they'll but slap all around. The urge to slap. <laughs> they'll be slapping. We'll come back strong. And then, <laughs> They'll, they'll separate. Nobody will be faithful in that situation. Yeah, exactly. 
And, the, and in the meantime, Julie will have lost her sister. Exactly, It'll yeah. Really and identical twins that don't speak. Very sad. Well. I remember when I was in school, there was two boys in my class that were identical twins. Mm-hmm. What were they called? Uh, amazingly, I don't know the answer to that. Brian <laughs> and Derek, I think. Brian and Derek. Bri- I th- yeah, that was their names, Brian okay. and Derek. And they looked almost identical. Yeah. Well, they didn't look identical, actually. But they were but similar they enough. the same face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like, it's the same face, but like the stuff going on behind it was different. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's like if you've got two of the same curtain, but behind one curtain, you you know, you put a dog and you, behind the other curtain, you put a cat. Okay, yeah, I So understand. the shape is completely different, but it's the same. Yeah, yeah. The same front. Okay. I'm going to say yes, I I understand what you're saying there. Just to I get think past they did bit. some. I think they were successful and did something in sports or something. Oh, okay. Which I thought was a complete waste of time. Why they didn't launch a pop career immediately? Uh, immediately, they could because, have been Jedward. Yeah. Eve, I love Jedward. Were they? No, they were. <laughs> I was just checking. Um, you know, um, yeah, they could have been. You know, and to be fair to Jedward, you know, they work hard. Hardworking boys. Hardworking boys. I saw they're living with Lucy. Did you? And they were absolutely brilliant on it. Well, they, you say. can't say they don't bring the joy. They do bring the joy. Yeah. They absolutely do. Love they would also love bring the mammy voice out on me in about 45 minutes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I lived with them, I'd just sit down oh, in no. a pair of them. <laughs> with a hammer. <laughs> anyway, uh, my take is that, you know, the one who do, we don't know her name. <laughs> I think she should just leave him to it. Yeah. Take that the higher right. moral ground and maybe just not go out with someone who will take on face value. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, Very exactly. Very boring. I, God love him now. Jeff, Jeff is either really, really smart or he's Unless he's dense. a big ride. And if he's a big ride, I'd yeah, say just I'd go for it. Like, like if, you know, yeah, he does sound a bit. Yeah, he does. Jeff. I mean, how many kids, how many were called Jeff back then? I mean, people were called Jeff were like a bit exciting. Yeah, I'd say he's probably like the rugby captain or something. I mean, I love the way they spelt it. It's not like the old fashioned old man G-E-O-F-F. It's like J E F F. It's like it's an it's Americanism kind of type. It's the thing. way thick people spell Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kathy and Claire say, right. "We think that it's time you had a good talk with Julie and told her that it's time she left Jeff alone." Oh, <gasps> I'm what surprised! What a pivot! What a pivot! I wasn't expecting that. No. Oh my gosh! They're putting it all on Julie. Yeah, it's just like you go get your man. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. The whole mix-up with her fault was her fault to begin with. So she is the one who should try to rectify the <gasps> situation. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. If she has any intention of putting things right, she should apologise to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeff, the victim in all of this. After all, she did make a bit of a fool of him. Oh my God, he seems devastated. for you again. He's very devastated, Jeff. No. Jeff is like how about I ride the two wheels <laughs> <laughs> have you ever given any thought to how much Jeff cares about you poor Jeff like what is going on in there this is ridiculous <laughs> even if you are identical twins we reckon he must be pretty gullible to have even to have been taken in or maybe he realised what was going on but didn't want to change oh I think it's more likely that alright think uh, about it love oh <laughs> If anybody ever called me love, I'd backhand them across the face. 
Think about it, love. It's possible that it wasn't all Julie's fault. Oh, it's too late now after oh putting it up. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like... Even though she was pretty <laughs> underhanded. And sneaky. And sneaky. Oh no, I think it's... Even though she was pretty underhanded. Well, now to be fair to Julie, she is not sneaky. faultless in this. She basically no. went for it. But if Jeff was like, you know, rang up and maybe he knew that not Julie was out and thought, I know. Oh, of course you know. I know. Nobody's that identical. No, but even apart from that, maybe he knew she was out and said, I know, I'll let her pretend she's me. I know she fancies me. I think well, there's no winner in this situation. No. Cathy and Claire, Cathy you and Claire, are like vicious. They are striking out left, right and centre. Wow, vicious. Poor Julie. Like, you know, Julie, uh, I wasn't feeling very sorry for Julie right up until that moment. And now I feel a bit sorry for her because she got it right in the teeth. Yeah, uh, uh, well, it feels like everybody got it. Everybody got I it. I think Kathy and Claire, I think they probably used to write the response to this when they'd had a few gins and they were <laughs> feeling particularly mean. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. So thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, yes. To our bonus content. If you're enjoying it, let us know. Yes, agonyrants at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If yeah. you have an old problem. Yes. like, like a pro- Or a new problem. Oh, yeah. Well, we would love your new problems. Send them to us. We'd love to hear them. And stop pretending them to grow on his own because it just makes me feel excluded. Agonyrants at gmail.com with the love of God. <laughs> because if it goes into my Instagram, it's... <laughs> it's it's six of one after the other. Yeah. If we'll ever see it. Um... And we will thank you so much for subscribing to Headstuff Plus. Yes, we and really do appreciate it. We will chat to you next time on another bonus episode. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.